Welcome to the St. Michael Fall podcast series. My name is Mary Lessman, and I will be leading our meditation today. Our theme this fall is discipleship. May you be blessed for the Christian journey. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. A reading from Luke, chapter 3, verses 1 to 14. In the fifteenth year of the reign of Emperor Tiberius, when Pontius Pilate was governor of Judea, and Herod was ruler of Galilee, and his brother Philip, ruler of the region of Iterea and Trachonitis, and Licinius, ruler of Abilene, during the high priesthood of Annas and Caiaphas, the word of God came to John, son of Zechariah, in the wilderness. He went into all the region around the Jordan, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. As it is written in the book of the words of the prophet Isaiah, the voice of one crying out in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. Every valley shall be filled, and every mountain and hill shall be made low, and the crooked shall be made straight, and the rough ways made smooth, and all flesh shall see the salvation of God. John said to the crowds that came out to be baptized by him, You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Bear fruits worthy of repentance. Do not begin to say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our ancestor. For I tell you, God is able from these stones to raise up children to Abraham. Even now, the axe is lying at the root of the trees. Every tree, therefore, that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. And the crowds asked him, What then should we do? In reply, he said to them, Whoever has two coats must share with anyone who has none, and whoever has food must do likewise. Even tax collectors came to be baptized, and they asked him, Teacher, what should we do? He said to them, Collect no more than the amount prescribed for you. Soldiers also asked him, And we, what should we do? He said to them, Do not extort money from anyone by threats or false accusation, and be satisfied with your wages. Here ends the reading. Today's passage from Luke introduces the ministry of John the Baptist. And in Luke's version, John enters with fireworks. You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Bear fruit worthy of repentance. Do not begin to say to yourself, we have Abraham as our ancestor, for I tell you, God is able from these stones to raise up children to Abraham. Even now, the axe is lying at the root of the trees. Every tree, therefore, that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Here in Luke, as opposed to Matthew, John is addressing the people, everyone who is present, not just the religious leaders. It's odd, isn't it, that John has set up a ministry in the wilderness, proclaiming, and I quote, a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. And yet, when people come out to see him, he gets grumpy and acts like they've crashed the party. I'm pretty sure that if one of we priests here at St. Michael started a sermon this way, a lot of you would quickly head for the bathroom or the exit or another church down the street. 
But you've got to hand it to John's congregation. They don't let his gruff manner and harsh pronouncements send them scurrying back to town. John is changing the game on this whole God thing, and the crowd is intrigued. John is challenging the special covenant that the people of Israel have with God through Abraham, as if that spiritual ancestry was all that mattered. His message is that judgment will not be determined on the basis of religious, cultural, or ethnic identity, but rather on the conduct of one's life. Rather than shrink back or be angered by John's words, the crowd instead asks a refreshingly pragmatic question. What then shall we do? John gives concrete ethical instruction to those gathered, and the content of that instruction is rather surprising. After announcing impending eschatological judgment with vim and vigor, John's counsel seems fairly ordinary, even mundane. To the crowds, share. To the tax collectors, be fair. To the soldiers, don't bully. This feels more like kindergarten than the apocalypse, which may be Luke's point. Faithful living does not have to be heroic. There are opportunities to do God's will, to be God's people all around us. These opportunities are shaped by our context, by the roles we inhabit and the needs surrounding us. But make no mistake, opportunities abound. John may have come from the wilderness, but the crowds and we live in the neighborhoods of the city and the halls of power and the seat of commerce. And these are the arenas in which we offer our faithfulness to God through service to others. Note that John does not tell the tax collectors or the soldiers to sever their relationship with Rome or renounce their vocations. They, and we, are called to serve where we are, to take our stand on behalf of our neighbors in the midst of, rather than apart from, our daily endeavors. In this, John hallows the mundane, ordinary elements of daily life. Orthodoxy refers to right belief. Orthopraxy refers to right action. What John tells us today is that God, and by extension Jesus, the one whose way he prepares, values our right living over our right belief. During this season in the life of St. Michael, we are intentionally looking at our discipleship, at the way our faith shows up in our lives as right living. This being right with God thing is not beyond us or too hard for us. It is lived out in our daily enterprise, in our business dealings, in our civic engagement, and in our relational interactions with all those who come within our sphere. We are to be generous, to be honest, and not use our power or authority for our own enrichment, but in the service of others. As uncomfortable as John's pastoral presence might make us, what he brings us is good news. We are given the opportunity for repentance, forgiveness, and newness of life. We are invited to live lives that seamlessly reflect 
our commitment to God through the grace and care we show one another, especially those most in need. What should we do, you ask? The answer is simple. Share, be fair, and don't bully. Amen. And now let us say together the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. O God of peace, who has taught us that in returning and rest we shall be saved, in quietness and in confidence shall be our strength. By the might of thy Spirit, lift us, we pray thee, to thy presence, where we may be still and know that thou art God. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen.